In this podcast, we have conversations about personal experiences with loss, grief, and unexplained spiritual encounters. Whether it's a dream, a visit, a vision, or a newfound life after loss, we believe life and love never dies. This is Surviving Death and Dying with Trisha and Misty. You know, when you're struggling with life's decisions, personal pain, heartache, or personal safety, know that you are not alone. From the day we were born, we have been surrounded by angels to guide and protect us, whether we believe in them or not. Yeah, that's right. You don't have to believe in angels. They just show up in your life. They're there all the time. It's true. And, you know, some people even wonder, well, what are angels? Or are they just some animation and something to sell cards or little trinkets? No, angels are spiritual beings. They aren't human. They each have jobs or a purpose of their own. Like they're known to be messengers, guides, healers protectors, and even warriors. We have them guide us. They protect us here on earth. Some people say that a friend or a loved one is your angel, guardian angel here on earth. I had one friend tell me I was their guardian angel since they moved to LA and I've helped them. They wouldn't be where they're at if it wasn't for me here on this earth. So it was a very uplifting thing to see that somebody thought me as an angel for them. That is really cool. That is a nice way to honor you as a friend for sure. And for them to look at you and see you as an angel helping them in life is a huge compliment. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, you know, and there's so many different types of hierarchies. When you really look at what angels are, they have archangels, seraphim and guardian angels And they do not incarnate on earth like we do, just like we will not ever be an angel. I'm not sure how I feel about that yet. It doesn't seem fair. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, And it isn't really known how many angels there are, but in the Bible, it refers to hosts of angels, which come across as hundreds, I guess. I don't know, maybe more. Right. And we ourselves, like you were saying, we can't reincarnate as an angel like we would love to, because that would be a great, great job to have to help people and help guide them in their lives to be happy or wherever they are. It's true. And, you know, we also have angels being around us to help us, but also to help us is a spirit guide. We all have those as well. They are by our side all the time. And unlike the higher realm of angels, they may have experienced life as a human. They can try to guide us and and communicate with us but they don't have the same powers as angels. So your spirit guide can maybe try to warn you or talk to you or guide you, but they can't actually change an event to protect us. Right. They can't tell you stop. They have to, they just give you signs around everywhere. Like don't do this right now. It's not in your future at this time or You know, they'll give you little signs here and there just to warn you to let's hold back or keep on going to that place that you need to go to, to find those answers. And I wonder how frustrating that is for them if someone's not listening to them. You know, that's like being the teacher where the students aren't paying attention. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) 
I can't imagine how frustrating that must be if you're trying to tell someone, don't keep walking. The bridge is broken. You're going to fall. Stop. And you're still walking. I can't. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard thing to do to actually know that they're there. Right. Try to listen to them. It's just like when you're trying to talk to God or whoever you're your spiritual or religious background comes from, you're trying to listen to what they have to say too. And it's hard to hear them sometimes if you're not in that right spot or right Mm -hmm. frame of mind too. If you don't believe, or if you don't trust in what you're hearing or the signs that you're seeing, I can imagine how hard it is. Even being a parent is probably the same way when your kids don't listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) I am sure. And, you know, we talk about losing a loved one and I do believe in my heart that they can also come to you when they've passed on and be by your side and be another like spirit guide to help guide you. And I think it's perfectly fine if you refer to them as your angels, just like I think it's really neat that your friend called you her angel here on earth. It's really cool, but it's also another way to know that you can stay connected. If you want to believe that that person or loved one you were so close to now that they're on the other side is your spirit guide. I think that's perfectly fine and build that relationship with them and try to hear and feel or sense them around you and guiding you in your life. Yeah. And like I always say is my mom was an angel here on earth with me Mm -hmm. and she's my angel up in heaven. Now she's my, one of my guides, I would say, I feel that because I mean, she wouldn't have pointed me in different directions that I did go if it wasn't for her right? and her guidance and her love. And so I believe she was my guardian angel on earth. Right. And she's my guardian angel now that she's gone into the next realm. Yeah, that is cool. And we could look back in the Bible and see that there are hundreds of stories mentioning angels that have come in to help guide or be a messenger or to protect or to lead. And what's the first one off the top of your head you can think of as a perfect example of stories of angels in the Bible? When Mary and Joseph appeared is one of the big ones where they visited by angels and that story. So I believe that was one of the definitely definite ones in there that people can go back to and go, Oh, there was angels back then too. It's not a new age thing. It goes way back in history. And that is so cool to look back in the Bible and see how many ways angels appeared with a knowing that humans don't have or a power or a special ability to protect them. It's really cool. And even in present day, there are a ton of stories I love hearing from people who had been in a tragic accident or even a near-death experience where they had some sort of mysterious or unknown person that showed up to help them and then they vanished and they would be seen by police officers and paramedics. One I'm thinking of was someone in a car accident by themselves and then the paramedics referred to them and their passenger and they knew that someone else was there helping them, but they had been traveling alone. It had to be an angel, just had to be. I mean, have you ever experienced anything like that? I had something very similar to that. I went out one day for St. Patrick's Day. We were out celebrating me and a couple of friends and we were leaving this bar and we're like, okay, let's go. We were going to our next spot and we were at a signal ready to go out and make a left turn. 
something stopped us from going out in that intersection. And I believe that was a guardian angel stopping that our car from going out into the middle of the street there. Because if we did go out, we would have been hit. We would have been T-boned. Wow. Straight on T-boned. And for me, that could have been a life and death situation for me because of where I was sitting. I was in, we were in a truck and it was, there was front. And then there's that second like cab in some Mm -hmm. trucks. Mm -hmm. And this is the time where they had the, where you were sitting and your back was towards the window. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you're sitting in the back and I was sitting on the side that the car would have been T-boning and that could have been life or death for me right there. So I believe we all in that car had a guardian angel stop our car from going out there. From that day forward, I did get a guardian angel pin kind of thing. And I put it in my car now. So I always have this guardian angel when I'm in the car, because one, I don't like driving. So, (laughs) and from my own car accident, I I'm scared to drive, but I do because I need to get around. Right. Well, Right. (laughs) Yeah. So every time I get in the car, I look up to it or I touch it, like depending on if it's going to be like a long road trip, I I will touch it and hold it for a little bit and say a little prayer at that time. Or even if I go past like different memorial sites of people that passed away on different sides of the roads. Oh, yeah. I'll touch it and say like, and I'll say rest in peace and hold on to that guardian angel just to make Aww. sure they're with them. So those different things, right. I think it helped me feel better to know that we had something right. hold us back and save our lives. Yeah. Not just mine, but all the other three or four people that were in the car at that time too. Absolutely. I think that's cool that you have an angel in your car. Now that you touch before I get on an airplane, I purposely lay my hand on the outside of the plane as I'm walking in, I touch it and I say a prayer. And then when we take off, I always picture this protective light just surrounding the plane and carrying it to the destination and landing safely. (laughs) Yeah, anything that helps during these days, sometimes you have to. You have to do what you have to do to keep yourself sane, right? Yes. (laughs) So you told me about a story before too, um, about when you were a little girl. Yeah. You know, I had this story that I love to tell because of the story. And then when I got older, I found out there may have been an angel that helped me and it wasn't exactly what I remembered. So when I was little and I grew up in South Florida, we would go swimming in these, they were called rock pits. And there was one in particular that had a gator farm or something on the other side of a little wooden bridge. So we were swimming in a little lake next to some kind of gator farm. This is just South Florida. That's just scary to think of right there. So, okay, go ahead. That's Miami right there. (laughs) Well, two of the gators had gotten into a fight, broke through the wooden bridge. So of course that got everyone's attention, the splashing and the, you know, people started running out of the lake and I, I must've been five or six. 
I just remember the current pushing me back in deeper as I was trying to walk out and I was by myself in the water and I was getting to where I wasn't able to really grip the bottom of the lake with my feet. And I thought my neighbor had come down, the father of the family in the house next door to me, my neighbor had come down and grabbed my hand and pulled me out to the family to safety. And years down the line, but I'm still retelling the story because the fear and the shock of the alligators fighting (laughs) in the water. And all of a sudden I, you know, I remember not being able to touch the bottom and looking over my shoulder and seeing that they had stopped. And one of them was looking at me. And then I was grabbed by the hand and pulled out of the lake. So I was retelling the story and my family corrected me. Number one saying our neighbor was not with us. Number two, saying that they had all gotten to the shore and wondered where I was. So all the people I had been (laughs) with were without me. And then all of a sudden I was next to them. Nobody ever said there was anyone that pulled me out or that they saw anything. They said I was by myself and that they couldn't find me or they had all run out by themselves and then wondered where I was. And when we reflected on that and they were asking me what I remembered, they told me there was no one else around that would have done that. So that did make me go, huh? <laughs> right. You, you go, how, then who did pull me out? You Someone grabbed my hand and pulled me out. So I've just settled with, it was an angel of some kind, whether guardian or an archangel on this point, you know, being someone that's helping you in a, a tragic, you know, dangerous situation. I don't know. But that has to be what happened. That's an amazing story. I've heard different similar stories like that before when reading different books or articles Mm -hmm. of somebody was drowning or whatever, and Mm -hmm. no one was near them. Yes. There was no one in sight and they were pulled out or lifted up to the boat that they fell out of. Yep. Something to that. I was like, wow, that is so cool to know that it wasn't your time yet. Right. Your angels like intervened and they, yep. And they can take any form. They can just appear human and apparently disappear and they could blend. They're not always going to have big wings, you know? Right. It's not what you always picture or see in the films or whatever. (laughs) It's just somebody that comes at the right time and magically disappears. (laughs) Yes. We love those guardian angels or whichever angels that come to save us from those different experiences. Oh, I love those stories. They just, they make me feel so much better. I mean, it is funny to think that there are angels and guardian angels or spirit guides around us all the time when we may not always be in our best behavior, Right, but but they also don't judge us like that. They don't care. They see us as humans having a life experience and needing to get through these experiences to grow and to fulfill our soul purpose. Yeah. And learn. We learn from each one of these experiences, even if it wasn't our own. Right. From hearing your story, because I haven't, ours was a different kind of angels helping us. Yours was like, you probably didn't, you felt it, but you didn't feel it. So it's like a whole nother experience of guardian angels. And that's just amazing to me. Right. Especially all to the other ones where they were pulled from different things or pulled from car crashes or fires and not realizing. Right. No one was there. It was just 
somehow you ended up safe and you didn't even ask and they showed up Yeah, and they helped. And then on the flip side, you can turn and ask for your guardian angels to be with you and to help you. And I've mentioned on this show before that I did go through chemo for a very rare brain cancer. And it was about maybe 12 years ago that I was emotionally very scared and stressed probably before the chemo, right after the diagnosis. And I was at church and they were doing a special meditation and, and healing and asking you to just picture and your loved ones around you. And I felt, and I, I could almost see my loved ones that had lived before as well as angels or guardian angels, I didn't know, just surrounding me in a a circle of love and comfort. And so in this example, this experience of being on chemo and going through that brain cancer must've been something I signed up for in my my plan. And so they weren't going to stop it, but they did provide me with just this overwhelming feeling of love and support and that I would be okay. And that was what I needed. And that was wonderful. So that's another way that they can help out and you can ask. And if you ask, you will receive. Now it may not be exactly what you want to receive, right? <laughs> because they know better. <laughs> yes. They can't just hand you everything that you ask for. So that's right. But you can ask and you yeah. should be open to what you receive. And, you know, I also, we, we recently did this podcast on job loss and I did not say something because I think I was still going through some processing of my own and understanding what had happened in one of my job losses. But I have recently decided that I am convinced it was my guardian angel that pushed me out of that job because I would not have left on my own. I had made a commitment in my mind for a certain amount of time. And I wasn't going to let myself see that I wasn't happy and it wasn't right for me. I was hanging on and I did not belong there. So there were some very strange events to this day that my husband and I don't understand what happened that don't make sense, except that it was meant for me to leave at that time, because at that time, something else opened up. And if the events hadn't played out like they did to make me open my eyes and admit that I didn't belong there, I wasn't happy and see the other opportunity that was opening up for me, I immediately jumped into another position and it was perfect. So I, I do kind of look back now, like, okay, I went through a really crappy experience, but I think my guardian angels, if you were to ask them, were saying, Hey, we did it the nicest way possible because <laughs> no one was actually mean to your face. No one was rude to you. Nothing bad really happened. And you don't understand what happened because you're not meant to know what happened. We just needed to get you out. (laughs) Right, exactly. And I can kind of touch base with that as well. I mean, with my last job, the one that I thought I was going to be there till I retire, Mm -hmm. I think those guardian angels around me were saying, you're done. You've learned all that you were going to learn here at this job. Mm-hmm. It's time to move on and find something that you're more passionate about and right. that you love to do. So I understand where you're coming from on that because I was there for 11 years, like I said, and they pushed me out the door. Like my bosses are like, <laughs> this isn't right for you anymore. So it's time to go for you to go and find something else that you can do and you love. I mean, it's taking me a while, 
<laughs> but it's getting there where I'm going to find that passion again for what I do. And it's going to make sense to you at some point. You're going to go, oh, this is why that happened. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, I just, like I was telling you before we were recording, I did those angel cards that we were, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about a little later. Yeah. And it said, one, you're going to be going into something that you'll be healing mm-hmm. for people and that it's going to be happening soon. So oh, that's good. So we will see where the angels take me and point me to that direction where these signs, I need to find those signs and recognize those signs that they're giving me right now and go forward with it. Absolutely. Like you were saying, we've got to grab onto everything we can to keep ourselves sane every day. And I think looking at at our angels and reaching out to them and asking for help is definitely something to try if someone is struggling. I do want to point out before we talk a little more on how to improve your life and connect with your angels is what angels aren't because I don't want people to be confused. Right. You know, we talk about them helping you heal, but they're not in place of a doctor. First of all, (laughs) right. They're not a doctor and they're not something that you go and worship either. Right. Nothing like that. It's not a doctor. It's not your God. Right. And it's good to keep that straight because you don't want to risk going to the doctor of something urgent needs to be taken care of just because you're, oh, my angels will take care of me. No, go to the doctor and maybe the angel will help guide the doctor to the healing that you need. Exactly. That's what I was (laughs) just about to say. You have to let those angels tell those doctors or the nurses what Mm -hmm. they need to do and guide you to, to that healing. And together that can work. And then to your point too, still, you can talk to your angels. That doesn't mean you're worshiping them. You could still still worship and pray to your God, whatever religion you have. Know that your angels are there to guide you and talking to them is not the same as as worshiping. Yeah. You know, they're not going to interfere. I think this is really important because there's always that conversation in, in our religion. I know for sure that we have free will. And that's something we don't want to let go of. And it's hard to balance when you hear that, wait, we came here with a plan. What is fate? Are things out of my control? Is there a path I'm supposed to be on? You do have free will and you do have a soul plan. And it is complicated in trying to think how those things work. I heard an example once I really liked, which is maybe we come to this earth knowing we're going to go from point A to point B. What happens is the path in the middle might get zigzaggy. (laughs) Right. Yeah, because it it can change. Well, you you still have that path. That's where your free will is. You can either, you know, take the easy shortcut straight to B or you can zigzag it all the way there. (laughs) Yeah, to have more adventures in your life and try to figure out those answers. Mess up, fall down, pick yourself up, get up, go. You're still going to end up where you had set out to be. So it doesn't interfere with your free will and the angels are not going to interfere with your free will. And that goes back to like what I was saying with going through the chemo that I went through. They knew that was an experience I needed to go through. So they didn't stop me from having the experience, but they did definitely support me and provide me comfort to get through it. So that was really nice. Yeah. And I think we were laughing about this earlier. We say ask and you shall receive, but they're not going to do everything you ask for. 
Right. Yeah. It's just like I was saying, it's your God, you ask and you pray for something. It's not going to come straight into your lap and say, here you go on a silver platter. I want to win the lottery. And here it is. Make these numbers match. They're not going to do that. Unless that's part of your plan. I don't know. Right. I I keep, I keep wishing. (laughs) I know. I'm praying for, for those numbers too. Why, why didn't I put that in my soul plan? That's when I, right. know. I don't know what I was thinking. Right. Um, I make millions of dollars. Please. <laughs> I'm making notes for myself for my next life. Soul right. plan. Have a lot of money. <laughs> right. Invent something to make a lot of money. <laughs> something. Yeah. But yeah, it won't come to you just like that in a snap. Right, right. And the other thing is your angels can't make other people do things for you. Everyone else has their own free will also. You can send angels to go be with someone to bless them. Like they can run that kind of an errand. You know, my mom is in a mental memory care center and I can pray that angels are with her to protect her, guide her, keep her safe from harm and happy. But I can't really ask an angel to go make someone do something. Right. That's something they can't do. Yeah. So to help bless <laughs> them, make sure they're happy. And yeah, you can do that kind of thing. I I love that where you're sending one to your mom or, or mm-hmm. somebody you love that is going through a hard time. You want to send some of those angels to help support them during that time. I love that. Yeah. And I think it all comes down to just, you know, that it's coming from loving and good intentions. It's not coming from bad or evil. So if you have good intentions in what you're asking for of your angels and everything is in good love, light, positive, that's where they're going to help. So it's not to invoke any kind of bad or evil energy at all. It's definitely all for the good. Yeah. For me, I did send, I was asking like an angel or some power to go and comfort one of our friends, both of our friends Mm -hmm. lost a loved one in their life recently. And I did ask for them to surround them with the love. So I'm assuming one of the angels that I had surrounding me, I went and helped that person during that difficult time. Absolutely. I believe that has happened and people feel that they might not even know why, but I think that's a really special thing to do. And there's other things you can do, you know, just to improve your life. And we were talking about this with angel cards, ways you can connect with your angels to improve your life and things you can do. First of all, and this, it comes back to, I feel like we say this for a lot of things, but be open, quiet, still, and listen you have to first quiet yourself to be aware of what is around you. Exactly. It's like a meditation that you would Mm -hmm. need to do to get into that right state of mind Mm -hmm. to actually hear what they're saying to you or guiding you to do. That's right. And they're there and just listen. Also, maybe set a time, create a routine or a ritual. You could do it before bedtime or even when you first wake up in the morning. I actually like when I first wake up in the morning before I open my eyes, but I'm aware I'm awake to set my intentions for the day and think of things that I ask for guidance and pray for how I want my day to go or what my intentions are. But also at bedtime, if you are thinking positively or praying and asking for angels to come to you in a dream that you're opening up that conversation 
right? You're letting it come in and you're not denying that they're there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, for me, one of my rituals is I say prayers every night before I go to bed and not just ask for me. I ask for others to, to be, um, let them be surrounded by the good and happiness and everything that they need to help them heal or whatever it may be for that person that I'm praying for. So I believe in that routine. If you can stick to that routine and start Mm -hmm. opening your mind and just letting yourself go into that moment, Mm -hmm. you'll hear them. And you just pointed out asking, you need to ask. Sometimes we're going through this tough time and we're not even really asking for help or guidance or peace or healing, you know, considering your free will that you have and, and your sole purpose they will react and provide the best comfort or answer that they can at the time and what you need in your life. Yes. And pay attention to what, mm-hmm. what's around you and what's happening because the different signs or there's could be colors that mean things, mm-hmm. numbers, smells, that voice that you hear in the back of your head mm-hmm. when you think you're crazy it's not you're not crazy right it's either your god telling you something mm-hmm. or your angels yep. saying something to you to lead you into that right spot for yourself yeah absolutely pay attention to those things and one of the things you and i recently found since we've been talking about this are some tools that are out there and available to help and i was reading a book connecting with the angels by clarissa lightheart when you think about that's a cool name for that she's got a light heart that's kind of cool It's a perfect, yeah, I didn't even look at that. That is, yeah, Clarissa Lightheart. She has a book on connecting with the angels and it talks all about the different types of angels and way to connect. And she even has some cool prayers and meditations in there that are really good ways. There's no right or wrong way to talk to your angels or pray to them. Um, Any way that you do it is fine. It's just know that you can. Um, And you and I also, we've tried out some apps, but our, our favorite is and we could put a link to this too are some books that have angel cards yeah i bought mine on amazon so i will put a link to the one that i bought and well you can do the same with the one that you bought yeah they are helping and they make you feel better and i love these cards it's a really neat tool and i was surprised because someone gave me this book a long time ago gold and silver guardian angels by angela mcgreer and i think it's been sitting on a shelf of mine for a very long time and it wasn't until recently when we were talking about angels or they came up in other podcasts that i got curious to know okay let me pull this out and see what this is about and there are physical cards in there that you can shuffle and pull you can quiet your mind and ask in love and light for guidance on a particular question issue or just leave it open pull the cards and then go into the book to look up that specific angel with their purpose and mission and messages. And the cards that I got, they're called angel answers and they're oracle cards. There's different kinds of angel cards out there as well. There is this angel psychic cards 
tarot cards kind of things as well. Mm -hmm. But I believe the Oracle cards are the closer to the angels itself Mm -hmm. than the the tarot and the psychic cards. Mm -hmm. Even though they're very similar, the Oracle cards, I think are going to help you a little bit better and guide you to the right place. And like I said, the one I got was Angel Answers Oracle Cards, and it's by Valentine. And it's great. It's a great thing to have. So the book that you got with those cards are great. The ones I got are great. I mean, you can get any cards out there, like at a bookstore or anything like that. And I think they will help you find those answers. Especially when you're really hurting in your life or you're stuck and you don't know where else to go. What we're trying to do is help provide you different tools and ideas of things that you can turn to, to get yourself through a day and through the week and through the month. Yes. But just starting with that day and and rituals like these can really be comforting and healing to the heart. And I am now a fan of these cards. I'm also, we talk a lot about journaling. So what I've been doing once in a while is I'll write down my question and then I'll pull my cards and I'll write my cards because sometimes they don't even make sense to me at the moment. But then I found a week or two later, they made perfect sense. Right. I mean, I took pictures of certain ones too. I'd be like, let me see, because it just helped that the words that that were on those cards or the meaning of those cards hit home. And you just have to have that with you at all times to reference back to it. That's what I thought was so cool. The first time I did these cards, I cried because they shocked and surprised me, but with a warm, loving, comforting feeling. It was amazing. I was shocked. So now I'm a big believer in angels and angel cards. And I always thought I would be my next thing would be something in the healing for my job. Mm -hmm. And that's what these angels cards are also pointing to. So not just the apps that I put on my phone were saying that, Mm -hmm. but the cards were actually saying that as well. So I have to listen to that and try to figure it. Like I said, figure it out now with the healing job is that I'm supposed to go into. Yeah. I mean, this podcast is one of them. So which is great. Right, right. I'm in one one part of the healing part of my job. Yep. Now I need to find that other one (laughs) out there that I want to do. And it's coming and the cards are predicting it. So that's really cool. And we're going to track it right here live. Yes. As things unfold, we're going to follow Trisha and her path and her mission. Yes. And see how the cards predicted and what happens and what you're doing in healing. So give it a try. These things bring angels into your life. Be open to them, open to the positivity that they could bring into your day-to-day life, your emotional healing to help get rid of anxiety, fear, depression, and just see, just give it a try. Yes. Angels will be there for you 24 seven. That's it for today. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So email us at trisha.misty.tm at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, survivingdeathanddying.com for links to the books we talk about. So please like, share, subscribe, and follow. Well, we did it again. We survived death and dying another episode because we believe life and love never dies.